This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Monday, September 14th, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Russell Wilson to the Pro Football Hall of Fame lobbyist, Jerem Jordan. Oh, I don't have to do any lobbying. That, that will happen. Russell was amazing. It was really fun over the weekend to enjoy a lot of college football, obviously a bye week for BYU. We'll get to the fact that it's another bye week for BYU. But, uh, yeah, watch a ton of college football, ton of NFL. That was ah, that was so fun. It was so fun to just enjoy a lot of football. Uh, it felt very normal. It felt very fall-like. Uh, I had some good food with family, so it was, it was a great weekend. It's nice when your team wins, right? It is, yeah. I did not enjoy that feeling over the For the, the past 20 years. But I'm all in on Joe Burrow. I like Joe yeah, Burrow. Joe's awesome, dude. Who doesn't like Joe Burrow? I like Joe Burrow. Go Tigers. He showed some moxie uh, getting his team into field goal range to uh, tie it and send it to overtime and then uh, kickers. And then uh, 31 yards away. Shank. Normally it's college kickers that have the issue. Ask uh, Texas State how that went over the weekend. But uh, NFL kickers, typically pretty good. Unless they play for the uh, Bungles. He had made 20 in a row for that match. 20 in a row? Uh-huh. And then, but he's missed the last one. That's and apparently all. injured his calf. So it, well, it, it, worse, it, it, like, it, it, is that the look, loser's limp that Brian, Brian Logan, Logan used yes. to talk about? Brian Logan used to talk about loser's limp, and it made me laugh every time. <laughs> oh, he's got that loser's limp. <laughs> it's, better, it's better than losing on an oh, offensive boy, pass oh, interference boy. call. Oh, man, it was, it, it was juicy. I had a wonderful time watching a lot of fun. Well, congratulations to your Seahawks. Yeah, one and oh, one of, uh, you know, 11 wins this year. <laughs> Here's today's show lineup. We hope it's a winner. Did the cancellation of the Army game just derail BYU football's shot at a special season? ESPN's Trevor Maddich will answer that. And does he think BYU will actually play more than one game in November? Plus, what does a top 25 ranking for the Cougars mean at this point? And we're tracking what all of BYU's opponents or will be opponents have done. There's a cougar pun in there that we've never intended until or noticed until right now. What's that? Tracking cougar opponents. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I've never noticed that until right now. Okay. Well, now we know. Now we know. Now it's a thing. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. The BYU Army game is postponed due to a small number, quote, of COVID positive test results exposing uh, exposure tracing. BYU and Army will try to reschedule the game, the two dates for a possible game. For November 28th and December 5th. We'll weigh in on what this means, what we think, coming up. Hello, Top 25, albeit with an asterisk. BYU football ranked number 21 in the new modified Associated Press poll and number ah! 22 in the USA Today coaches poll. The SID poll. Sports information. Normally, this feels amazing. And it hurts because BYU would have a ranked matchup this week. On CBS, but with the cancellation, BYU will not play again. Sorry, the postponement. BYU will not play again until September 26th in the home opener against Troy. Let's I be, hope it's a postponement. Uh, right, and let's be honest, it probably is a cancellation, but we'll break it down. Cougars in the NFL yesterday. Taysom Hill had a 38-yard pass, had three carries for 13 yards, and then the first play of the game was a 14-yard catch for him. In a win over the Tom Brady Buccaneers, Fred Warner, 10 tackles, 
Uh, in a loss to the Cardinals, Kyle Van Noy had five tackles, one for a loss uh, for the Dolphins in a loss to the Patriots as well. And Jamal Williams had seven carries for 21 yards, four catches for 21 yards, and a Packers win over the Vikings. More fun with former BYU stars. Sione Takitaki had seven tackles in a 38-6 Cleveland Browns hey. loss to the Baltimore Ravens, who are very good. He had second most uh, tackles of any Cleveland player yesterday. So there's that. Michael Davis had a single tackle in a 16-13 win over the Bengals. It was the difference, his one tackle. And Harvey Long, he recorded six tackles in a 27-17 New York Jets loss to the Buffalo Circle the Wagons Bills. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Jerem, the Army game is gonzo. For now, we hope it comes back November 28th. I would think that's the only date because I can't imagine that Army would want to play BYU right before they have the game against Navy. Depends if they want if they're undefeated and they want like another win to help their cause in a New Year's Six at large or something. Who knows? We'll see. But for now, how does the Army game postponement impact BYU's pursuit? of a potentially special season. It does some damage. Uh, BYU is going to have a quote-unquote big game. Granted, this probably isn't a big game when all is said and done. Who knows? Maybe Army has a spectacular season, and this was a huge one. I thought that BYU would, one, play this game, and two, actually dominate this game. I've watched both Army games. I think Army is a good team. I don't think they're, like, top 20 in a regular season with everyone playing good. They didn't play anybody. Both those teams couldn't defend the option. They were... Crazy undisciplined. BYU would have won this game. Uh, Hopefully they do play this game later in the season. And you're right. It's not likely to be December 5th, but it is an opening. November 28th for both teams as well. Uh, If Army does schedule another game and they don't have another one postponed, they wouldn't have room for BYU on the schedule anyway. And we'll we'll get to a a tweet from the Army athletic director in a moment, which was uh, pretty interesting. But I I think this does some damage towards BYU's hopes of a special season. When we say special, let's let's just cut out the fat here. We're talking about a New Year's Six should they go undefeated. Ha ha, blue goggles. It does some damage because Army's undefeated. They're ranked. BYU is 1-0. They're ranked. CBS, 130. BYU's not going to get this opportunity back. And it's unfortunate that it costs BYU here. Let's hope the people who are positive don't spread it. Let's hope they're okay and not hospitalized, right? That's our number one concern there. But right now, only seven games on the schedule. If BYU goes 7-0, and they don't deserve to be in a New Year's Six with only seven games. You need more. Everyone else is going to play, you'd think, a few more. Um, so hopefully, hopefully BYU can reschedule this game and play it, and the Army's still good, and so is BYU. Uh, but this opportunity is gone, and it's a bummer. Today was supposed to be this great day like you talked about. Oh, BYU, Army, undefeated, ranked, CBS, this is going to be awesome. I'm not feeling awesome yeah. today, uh, even though we should. I'm feeling awesome that Chelsea's opening the season in the Premier League. But other than that, I'm a little bummed. Losing the national window in a ranked matchup on CBS is the thing that stings the most. Because I think, okay, hey. They might reschedule them. Even if it's postponed to November 28th, it'll be okay. But you'll never get the opportunity to play on September 19th on CBS National early in the season when hype and interest is at an all-time high because we've been without football and we were, you know, the Big Ten and Pac-12, we, we for now, are shut down. The Big Ten might start in October. They might start in October. But 
again, there's this thirst for football, and it's in the brightest of spotlights. Like, BYU's not going to get that back. On November 28th, if the Big Ten's playing and the SEC's going, well, let's be BYU's honest. not going to yeah. play on CBS National. No, there are a bunch of – the reason BYU was on CBS is because there were no SEC games. Yes. They, did, they do not start until, what, this week, I think? So – or next week. That's why they got the game this week. A ranked matchup. In a national window is not going to happen if the game is rescheduled on November 28th. Well, it, 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 yeah, the, it won't be like CBS is over the air. I mean, even people with bunny ears, right, still have CBS. They, we've talked about this a lot, and it's, man, it hurts to look at this graphic. 21st ranked BYU, 22nd ranked Army. They could have played. Mm-hmm. This is a real bummer. Two, two thoughts here. One, beating someone in the moment is what you remember the most, for sure, right? Hey, Wisconsin is ranked sixth. Boom. Uh, Pitt ranks third in 84. People don't often, we do on this show, go back and look if they were any good. What BYU could have done was beat a ranked team in the moment. If this game gets rescheduled, there's no guarantee that either team is ranked. I mean, BYU has a pretty good shot given the schedule and whatnot, but but Army, who knows? Army's not playing a ton of tough teams. If they kind of keep it up, I think they'll be pretty good. Uh, but you just miss that window because later we won't go back as easily and go, oh, well, how did Army actually do? That, that's what we do. So, yeah, th- this window's gone, and it's a bummer, and now BYU prepares for Troy, and they won't be able to practice fully this week, but let's see how it goes. While one big door closes, you look at what's happening across the landscape of college football and think, okay, maybe BYU will benefit from another big-name team having a game canceled because point. their opponent – has COVID-19 positive tests because you look at what happened between Baylor and Houston. They're playing <laughs> a week later. They They're sch- like, hey, let's play. They scheduled a game a la BYU-Navy in under 24 hours, and then Fox Sports was like, hey, we don't have like a high noon game of the day next Saturday. You want to play it? Baylor-Houston, yeah, let's broadcast that game. That's a great point, and perhaps in November, BYU gets – Another game. Tom Homo, I believe, has strate- – I've not talked to him about this. He, I believe he has strategically opened up November for this very idea. We saw that tweet a couple weeks ago. We talked about it where he said, hey, if two teams, uh, you know, they, they have to postpone and one cannot make it up, we could, in theory, reschedule that game. I think he's hoping that there's an opportunity there in November. And uh, a lot of teams will be in the midst of conference play. Hopefully, BYU can get a better game. Because right now, BYU does not have a schedule that screams New Year's Six, even if they're undefeated, in my opinion. It's not good enough. Maybe now, if wasn't they good. beat a ranked Army team, then maybe there's it, a it, shove in the right direction. It helps, but when you're trying to outlarge the third-best SEC team, they will have played like four or five ranked teams. You know what I mean? So that, And think about the adjusted rankings at this point. Like BYU's in right now. They wouldn't normally be after that win. They'd need another win or two. Yeah, they're a top but, 13 based on the 76 teams playing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I counted this morning. I've got 77. Oh, 77. So we're at 77, apparently. So oh. 77 teams yeah, a are ni- in. a nice odd number. <laughs> okay, topic two. We talked about it a little bit, but let's explore it more. Is BYU being ranked in the adjusted top 25 a big deal? Right now, Sure. Uh, it doesn't. It's it's lost some luster because BYU is not playing Army. I know. I'm not feeling good. Like if BYU were playing Army this Saturday, without a doubt, we'd be like, yes, oh, it's a huge right deal right. because those little numbers are showing up next to both teams and CBS National. It's a huge deal. It, it feels like it's lost some luster. Like when we get excited. We sound very weird. Let's just point that. Yeah. Out. Pretty much everybody does. <laughs> it's it's still relatively a big deal because BYU hasn't been ranked very often in independence now 10 weeks in nine seasons right, including this week I don't know 
And one of those is with an asterisk because 77 teams are playing college football. But it matters something. I mean, if BYU weren't ranked in the 77 teams that are playing college football, we'd be like, oh, man. It's the top 32%. So you're just your upper third. That's great. That's great. That's nice. No, it's, it's good. Better it's, than a, not. it's a good thing. Yeah, I, I'll never complain about it. It's not as big a deal as it would be normally. And I kind of sent this tweet out tongue-in-cheek on Saturday night, and people took me seriously and got kind of upset about it. But I said, hey, look on the bright side. BYU is going to be 1-0 in late September. Nice. They're did you prob- say undefeated, though? You said undefeated. undefeated. Absolutely I did. Like tongue-in-cheek. Undefeated, 1-0 in late September. Okay. Ranked number 21, and they got plenty of time to rest up for Troy coming in for the home opener. That's what we need is And to get ready for uh, Troy with their base defense, you know, with their new modified defense. So, uh, again, I know it stinks. There's Yay! no way. There's no, exactly. That, that's, the pro, that's the proper response. Yay. Yay. Way. Okay. Well, more sarcastically, but yeah. Exactly. No, I'm saying, like, the sarcastic response is the appropriate one there. Because it just stinks that BYU Here, lost Army. Here's what you need to do so that's not taken seriously. Include an Arrested Development GIF. It automatically loosens the uh, threads of that tweet completely. And the other thing is the momentum. Like, BYU's ranked, but will they have the momentum that they need to keep things rolling? And do you want to play a Sunbelt team in the next game? Let's be honest. Did Ask you the see Big what, 12. Did you see what they did in the three Sunbelt team be? Sunbelt teams beat Big 12 teams. And Are those you teams kidding me? probably said no to BYU because they wanted a win. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, you mentioned the, uh, the re- getting ranked again. That's our stat of the day. Mm. Let's go. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU is ranked in the AP poll for the first time since September 29th, 2018. That was right, uh, you know, the day of basically playing Washington ranked 20th. And, Jaron, BYU will be ranked on September 2019th or September 29th of 2020 after they beat Troy. After they beat Troy. Yeah. Yep. That, that'll happen yep. again. Uh, BYU could drop uh, a little bit this week. We'll see. I doubt they climb. They did climb five spots after playing McNeese. Two years ago, they got up from 25 after Wisconsin to 20. So, yeah, let's, let's see how it goes. Uh, you play ch- we knew this was going to happen at some point. We talked about it. There would be one to two games probably postponed or canceled due to COVID. I hope there's not more. Um, but I do want to mention this. Uh, I don't know that just because there's this idea out there on Twitter I've seen from some that if you get COVID, that means you were reckless in some way. Stop I it. I don't believe that's the case. I know there was like a person on Twitter saying, hey, we're still holding parties in Orem and, and Provo with kids and they don't have masks on. Obviously, you got to wear a mask. Let's go. Uh, we've seen videos and pictures at BYU and BYU has tweeted at, at positive cases like, wear a mask so that we don't have this situation. Like, I don't know if that would have prevented it. You don't know what caused it, but I know that BYU itself, within their facilities, they can't control outside of it. They can only talk and say, hey, be responsible, has done a tremendous job of testing regularly three times a week with a spit test. No one gets on that plane that, that has a positive. So that, that had to have developed after, you know, at, it, it manifests itself after those negative tests at some point. So BYU is trying to do it, but hey, Wear a mask so we can play football. Yes, and with an airborne illness or virus, even if you are following a bunch of protocols and trying to be saved, this does not prevent you from having an unfortunate turn of luck and then one person gets it, gives it to four of his teammates. They could all be asymptomatic, and they they don't even know. But they're taking tests so that they can know 
if they have it, and they're trying to limit the spread. Right. Yeah, but we don't know. You can't say, oh, right. you and, clearly and, were at a party without a mask. I know. It's do the, not do that. And listen, I don't know either way. Maybe they were, and maybe they were reckless, but I'm, I'm going to hope that they were not. Well, hopefully it's the wake-up call that Missed BYU an opportunity leads. against Army. Let's go. Yeah, okay. Our question of the day, BYU with the postponed game against Army but gets ranked all in the same weekend. So how are you feeling as a BYU football fan? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Draper UTCPA answers on Twitter. Not good. We lost our opportunity to play a ranked team to provide a chance to get to a New Year's Day Bowl. Listen, this schedule is weak. This was a massive opportunity, and that can't be understated what it cost BYU this week. Hopefully they get it rescheduled. Hopefully both teams are still good. Just so that's not happening. Like, that situation isn't going to happen yeah, play again. Play on November think. 28th if you can. You hope that Army is still rolling and that BYU if, is still ranked. Why is Army's AD calling for another game, which would be their 12th, if they do want to reschedule the game? That's weird. It is weird. We'll and, and we'll spend some more time talking about that. But I'm just, I'm just hoping that uh, this doesn't get – Look back on as, oh, man, if BYU had just played that game, then maybe that would have given them enough to it would have, if, fill in the blank. It would have helped because at the time is a big deal, right? You feel a certain thing as a voter. And they've never and you played before. Fo- right? They've never played before. Cost you a trip to New York. Coming up, was the Army Athletic Director out of line with his tweet this weekend? We'll read you the tweet. And it's another Maddich Monday. Does BYU need more games in November to create a potentially special season? Trevor Mattis will answer that. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. With no BYU Army game this week, we will not have a coordinator's corner app for the review or BYU football clients talk shows, but you can always catch on-demand content on the BYU TV app anytime you want. We are live in Studio B with your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I'm Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Hey, earlier this morning, I uh, chatted with ESPN's uh, Trevor Maddich. It's a Maddich Monday. Normally, we would be full of excitement and everything, but yeah, lots <laughs> to discuss. BYU and Army postponement, Cougars in the NFL and leaving tickets for Elvis. Here's my conversation with Trevor Maddich on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. All right, Trevor, all this excitement and energy going into the week of Army. BYU gets ranked, and then uh, it's postponed because of uh, COVID-19. What's your reaction to BYU postponing the game with Army? Uh, it's disappointed. I mean, it was their chance to follow up that great Navy win with a potential win over a ranked team. And BYU this year has a chance for this season to be really special. And to face a ranked team in their second game on national television would have been awesome. But they did the right thing by at least postponing it. The, the last opportunity they'll have to play it, or the next one, I think, maybe the only is at the end of November. The hope is that both BYU and Army will still be doing well enough that they'll both be ranked at that time. And if that's the case, then Army will want to reschedule and so will BYU, and play that game at the end of November because that would put both teams in a position to be able to have a late win over a ranked opponent. So uh, this game I don't think is over yet, but it's disappointing that we're not going to get to see it this week. 
It's really hard because BYU jumps into the rankings, so do Army, in these adjusted top 25 rankings of the teams that are playing. And the opportunity was there, like you said. It's two ranked teams, and it's not just that. It's national TV on CBS. Who knows how good these teams will be later, but both are at least perceived to be good right now. This is a blown opportunity. So what do you see BYU being able to do, I guess, in terms of trying to make this up? If they can't make that game up, how does BYU make up for the inability to play Army if they cannot later? Uh, Jeremy, it's got to be something to the effect of what happened with Houston and Baylor this week. I mean, both Baylor and Houston had their upcoming opponents have to cancel because of COVID. So they said, hey, we're right up the road. Let's schedule each other. And six days before kickoff, they went ahead and put together a college football game. And that's the kind of thing that will need to happen. Complication for BYU is that they can't drive up the road to any place. They've got to fly to where they've got to go. And the power of five conferences that are still playing are either not playing non-conference, and so it's unlikely that they would make up a miss, like in the SEC, a missed conference game with a non-conference opponent, although it's possible, or they're only playing one non-conference opponent. But in the group of five, there are still possibilities. Take a look at what the Sun Belt did last week. Three Sun Belt teams spanked and defeated favored Big 12 teams, right? So the Sun Belt is out there, and maybe if the Sun Belt or the American loses games, over the course of the season, BYU might be an, uh, an opponent to make up that game and to get something on TV. So it is possible that as the season goes on, COVID took away this Army game or at least postponed it. It might give back to BYU another game. And it could be a game against a highly ranked team because both the Sun Belt and the American have a bunch of ranked teams right now. It's pretty interesting. And you look at what the Sun Belt did. They beat three Big 12 teams, like you said, over the weekend. BYU has two Sunbelt teams on the schedule, including Troy and Texas State, so that should be interesting. What did you think of BYU jumping into the top 25, deserved after the Navy uh, win? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody's talking about BYU and how physical they were. I mean, jaded college football analysts and play-by-play guys have reached out to me and told me how impressed they were with the way BYU played. I mean, old-school, smash-mouth football. And that was against a good Navy team. And I, I think it's fair to bring up that Navy didn't hit a lot during their preparation leading up to that season opener. But it's unfair to say that that's why the game turned out the way it did. I think that may have put Navy a bit behind the eight ball, but BYU just smashed them in the mouth. And that's a Navy team that has been expected and is still expected, in my opinion, to contend for the American Conference title. So BYU in doing that just was impressive to people that aren't easily impressed. And even if Navy had fully contacted and practiced and tackled, that would not have made a 52-point difference, let's be honest. And I was excited, Trevor, about the matchup with Army because I thought BYU played Navy as well as anyone's ever played them in defending the option, and I thought BYU was going to win that game and perhaps win it sizably and then go into Troy with a lot of momentum. But here we are. So let's look at BYU's season as a whole. Seven games on the schedule currently. They're trying to reschedule Army. In order for BYU to pursue, quote, a special season, do they need to add more games? Because I feel like they do, because obviously quality is an issue with this schedule. But quantity, if you have fewer games than everyone else, that's going to be against BYU in a conversation late in the season. Yeah, I don't think it'll hurt them when it comes to bowl games, unless they drop below maybe six. But when it comes to the potential for what would make this a special season externally, which would be get into a a New Year's Six bowl game. 
they would need to schedule some more teams. They would need to schedule somebody who's ranked. They'd have to have a victory over a team that ends the season ranked, hopefully, and they'd have to have more than seven games. And that is on the table. All of those things could happen. BYU, I think we don't want to crown them national champions just yet. There's some things they need to work on. But it's so promising and encouraging right now that this team, especially with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten not playing, at least not as of yet, this team could get into a New Year's Six Bowl. In order to do so, though, again, they'd have to they'd have to make up that Army game, either against Army or somebody else, and hopefully add another game or two. And then they'd have to sweep it. But if they did that, that's the definition of a special season. Externally, internally, I think that they don't have to go to a New Year's Six Bowl in order to be seen as having a special season. Internally, I think this team has already done a lot of great things just to get to this point, just to start the opener the way it's been, just to show what they're capable of. And now all they can do is attack each week that is in front of them. And they should not be judged for how the weeks in front of them play out, except for how they play on the field. Talking with former Cougar, national champion, NFL player, and ESPN's Trevor Maddich. Trevor, I noticed you went with the uh, Johnny Cash look. I know you're in Nashville, so that would be appropriate, right? Yes, sir. That's exactly right. You know, and as long as, you know, I the, Johnny Cash or Jerry Glanville. Keep in mind <laughs> nice. that Jerry Glanville, coach of the, yeah, he always left tickets for Atlanta Falcons games for Elvis in case he left. Now, I think Elvis would want to bring Jim Morrison with him because, you know, obviously he's hanging out with Jim somewhere. Bring him but, all. Uh, yeah, bring Chris I, Farley. Bring him I, all. I, I, yeah, it's uh, slimming. <laughs> you look great. BYU has, as we mentioned, seven games on the schedule now, hoping for eight with Army. They only play one game in November. Tom Homo did tweet that BYU could be in a position to be a team that helps get a rescheduled game from a team that couldn't make it up, but BYU is available. Do you expect BYU to have more than one game in November? I do. I do, because there's so much that we can't really anticipate right now, but we can see what's happened recently the kind of figure that there are possibilities go back to the first week of the major league baseball season where the Miami Marlins were, they, they were decimated by COVID in their clubhouse. Their opener was against the Philadelphia Phillies. Well, the, the next opponents to the Marlins and the Phillies were the Yankees and the Orioles. Marlins and the Phillies had to step out for that next week. So the Yankees and the Orioles said, Hey, well then let's just play each other. That's what happened in college football with Houston and Baylor. And those kinds of things can pop up for BYU. Keep in mind that right now already, conferences are planning for some of their teams not being able to finish the season. The ACC has already announced that if eight teams are still playing, they will continue to play as a conference. Well, there's 15 teams, including Notre Dame, in the ACC, and they're already anticipating that as many as seven of those might have to eventually drop the season. But if eight still go they're going to be okay. And because of that, you don't just lose teams in a conference, you lose scheduled games. And those scheduled games can be made up by scheduling BYU in November. Talking to Trevor Manich of ESPN. Trevor, uh, I want to ask about Cougars in the NFL in a moment, but uh, what did you think of week two where we had some Power 5 teams come in? We saw Clemson, Oklahoma, Notre Dame play. What stuck out? What stuck out was how unexpected everything was. I mean, the biggest unexpected thing for a lot of people was Louisiana of the Sun Belt going up and spanking ranked Iowa State of the Big 12 at Iowa State. That was a big deal. But when you looked at the way they played, there were a lot of similarities to the BYU Navy game. BYU was better prepared 
to play that opener of the Navy. And so was Louisiana to Iowa State. And you can see that especially on special teams where there were two returns for a touchdown. One was a punt return for a touchdown by Louisiana. And what happened was the Iowa State cover guys all kind of got behind each other all in a column. And you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to spread out into lanes. But early in the season, you get buck fever. And all you see is the returner. You don't see your teammate right in front of you that you're not supposed to be following down the field. And so you're just running down, trying to make that tackle. You're all fired up. And the next thing you know, four guys are in one lane. Nobody's in that lane. It's a touchdown. Well, a lot of that happened in different ways over the course of the opener. North Carolina, which I think is going to have one of the most explosive passing offenses in the nation, didn't pass the ball very well in the opener against Syracuse. A lot of things happened that we weren't sure about. Some things happened that we would think. Spencer Rattler is the new starting quarterback at Oklahoma. Now, they just played Missouri State, no disrespect, but the ball came out of his hand like he's an NFL quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of reason for optimism at Oklahoma about Spencer Rattler. Texas, with Sam Ellinger at quarterback, came back for his senior season. I don't trust any quarterback in all of college football more than I trust Ellinger to lead his team and to carry them on his back on the field. So there were some things that happened that were unexpected that we couldn't anticipate, but some of the things, especially with some of the best players, happened like we thought, and it'll be interesting to see them go forward. It was a fun day. I watched a lot of college football and the NFL, which brings me to this, and let's finish with this. Cougars in the NFL, eight guys in action for BYU, Thursday with Daniel Sorensen, seven yesterday. Who had the best performance in your opinion? You know, there's two guys that stood out to me for reasons that may be different from the stat sheet. One of them is Fred Warner. He was named team captain of the 49ers. This team was in the Super Bowl last year. They'll be a Super Bowl contender for years to come, and, and they chose Fred Warner of BYU to be one of their team captains, team leaders. I think that says a lot about Fred, says a lot about the character of the kind of guys that BYU recruits and develops. And the other one is Taysom Hill. The Saints beat uh, Tom Brady's Buccaneers, and Taysom had a really fun Taysom day. He threw a pass for 38 yards. He caught a pass for 14 yards. He had three carries on the ground. He had a lot of fun. But every time the camera was on him, Taysom had this massive smile on his face. He's got this childlike joy of playing the game and of being around his teammates. And at a time when there is so much acrimony surrounding sports because of things that have nothing to do with what actually happens on the field during the game, it's so refreshing to see a guy like Taysom Hill that is having such joy in what happens on the field in the game. He's got that new dad strength as well, which is awesome. Some people call you Jerry Glanville, like you said. Others call you Johnny Cash. I call you team manager. Trevor, thanks for the time. Thank you, John. Trevor Maddich in the ring of fire on the Deseret First Credit <laughs> Union hotline. Deseret First, you know why. We show how. When we were in Nashville last summer for a fan fest, which was very fun, by the way. That was a great weekend. Nashville was awesome to hang out in. We went to a Johnny Cash museum just off uh, Broadway Street, and it was really, really fun. It was great. And saw 17 bachelorette parties driving by uh, while we were waiting in to, to get well, into the Johnny That's Cash why we museum. had the birds, the uh, scooters. <laughs> we were flying by those. Coming up, the TV ratings on the BYU Navy game were something. And Army's athletic director goes to work on Twitter looking for a game with some extra salt thrown in BYU's direction. This is BYU Sports Nation. Why, if they're going to reschedule with BYU? What? This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by Visible Supply Chain Management. 
Watch new episodes of Deep Blue on the BYU TV app featuring Zach Wilson, Dax Milne, and others by searching Deep Blue. He is Jerem Jordan. I am Spencer Linton, and this is BYU Sports Nation. Let's whip it! The Cooper Whip Around presented by Visible Supply Chain Management, tackling America's most challenging shipping problems. All right, Army Athletic Director Mike Buddy tweeted this over the weekend. Undefeated COVID-negative college football team from New York looking for like-minded, disciplined team for a date next Saturday. Must also be COVID-negative. Twitter, do your thing. Spencer, is this a shot at Brigham? It is a shot at Brigham. And I've got your buddy right here. <laughs> Wait, we're trying to reschedule no, this game, let's right? Let's play November 28th. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand his frustration. Sure. Because he's got a ranked team that's 2-0, and and they need the national spotlight just as much as BYU does to make their own case. Yes. Right? Yes. So they're disappointed. And it was going to be a home game for Army. Yes. And BYU's got to travel across the country again to West Point. Who are they play? They're playing at Cincinnati. This arguably would have been the top three game of this game. Yes, I, I, I get it. I if, understand the frustration. One, I'm frustrated. BYU's not able to play this. I, yeah, I, I get it. Was he out of line? No, he's trying to get a game, but uh, it was pretty starky. As someone who's sarcastic, I can appreciate that saltiness. Now, if he's trying to get a game, doesn't that mean BYU Weird. can't be added to the schedule later, or can is Army schedule ass- 13 games? Or is there an assumption? Oh, well, maybe they can. Maybe. Maybe they can. Yeah. Oh, maybe they have that exception. Maybe they can. I'm not so sure. Maybe we're reading way too much into this, and that never happens well, on this show. <laughs> never, ever. 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 The BYU-Navy game. I said this might be the most watched game in BYU history. Ron Howard voice. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, averaged 1.15 million viewers on Labor Day, making it the least watched Labor Day ESPN or ABC game since at least 04. What do you blame for the low rating? NBA playoffs. That's what I blame for the low rating, because even though the games are happening in the bubble... They're deep into the playoffs and NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. I didn't think about that. There are a lot of things that are competing with football that usually aren't. And NBA playoffs is at the top of that list. One, BYU blew out Navy, so maybe it got boring quick. But two, yeah, those are the things. But three, maybe that matchup was not as intriguing nationally as perhaps we thought. Because Georgia-Virginia would have been more interesting. All those Georgia fans. Uh, the, you know, Virginia fans. Virginia football is not like a thing. They're getting better, but, yeah. Jerem, one week down in the NFL, which former BYU Cougar had the best weekend in the league? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, one Taysom Hill. Uh, I thought he was awesome with his 38-yard pass, his uh, three rushes for 14, and then his 14-yard uh, catch. So, yeah, that was that was good, man. He, uh, he did his thing. He had like 65 yards total. Daniel Sorensen's wearing a brand-new Super Bowl ring. And I know he played last Thursday, but it still counts as opening weekend. So just because he got his Super Bowl ring and the Chiefs won, it was the first game. He got game. the ring two weeks ago. To me, it feels like Daniel Sorensen had the best week or weekend in the league. Uh, he didn't play on the weekend, so that, that means he had a great weekend. Yeah, he got <laughs> rest. He got rest. Are you kidding me? The BYU, uh, yeah, BYU tight end Kyle Griffiths tweeted out the following uh, over the weekend, by the way. Uh, honestly, after today, I can't blame the Big 12 for not letting BYU in. How embarrassing would it be to let your team into your conference and then then they absolutely dominate every team unreal. What do you think of this tweet? Um, I like the competitive nature of Kyle Griffiths, and I like that he's a little bit unfiltered on Twitter. I know that uh, some people at BYU probably don't like it as much as I do, but I like it. Uh, Throw some shade. I mean, the Big 12 had a terrible Saturday other than Oklahoma, but 
Who did Oklahoma play? Missouri State. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Petrino. Kansas losing to Coastal Carolina. I mean, it was they got their behinds kicked. More on that in a moment. Okay, and then a ranked Iowa State team loses at home. Kansas State's a respectable program. They lose to Arkansas, yeah, Arkansas State. It, I think it's a deserved tweet. Yeah, Kyle's going to Kyle, and uh, happy birthday you know, to uh, Kyle over the weekend. Kyle's a fun personality on the team. Careful, though, because uh, BYU's not playing because of COVID. So there could be shade thrown BYU's way with the COVID thing. But uh, I do love Kyle Griffith's personality. He brings the juice on the sideline. He and Bracken O'Backer are the top two juice guys. Yes, they are. Let's stay with the Sun Belt theme, shall we? Yes. All right, after three Sun Belt teams that we just documented, beat up on Big 12 teams on Saturday. Jerem, are you more concerned about the Cougars' two Sun Belt opponents? Troy and Texas State. Uh, I'm not. Um, but... Those were big wins. But, uh, hey, be aware, you know, because Sunbelt can get you. Man. I guarantee the BYU coaches are all saying, look, Division One Conference, they can play. You cannot overlook anybody. Yeah. I, I can, but uh, they can. Uh, BYU basketball freshman Caleb Lohner posted this video to his Instagram account over the weekend. Are you impressed by this dunk? I'm pretty much impressed by anything that Caleb Lohner does. <laughs> Uh, and I'm impressed by the amount of hair on both sides of this uh, dunk video. Yeah, there's there's some uh, less dislikes. This is a literal throwdown. He does not touch the rim. Um, we don't know if this rim is actually 10 feet or not. Uh, but I, like you, I am impressed by <laughs> almost everything Caleb Bona does. I guess does. it's like nine feet. Yeah, but it's like in a driveway between cars. He Blake Griffin's that ball. He, like, I don't know who the guy. Throws it into is. the hoop. He doesn't even think he touches the rim. Yeah. That was more DeAndre Jordan on what's his bucket from the Pistons, but yeah, Timothy yeah. Mozgov or uh, no, it was uh, it was a guard. Anyway, oh yeah, Brandon yeah. Uh, Knight. Knight. Yeah. Thank Brandon you. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> BYU soccer had an intra-squad scrimmage on Saturday night on the BYU TV app. I called it. You called the game. It was dude. the first game I've called live since March, since the West Coast Conference tournament when the Portland women upset Gonzaga. It's been a while. Okay, seven combined goals, three of which came from All-American Michaela Coulihan. We set the over-under at two for uh, Kayla goals on a Friday. Um, did she receive a BYUSN Karma boost? Yes, but she's the first-team All-American. She doesn't need it. She was awesome. The quality of goals that she scored were unreal. I mean, I mean, just the way that she's bending the ball under the crossbar, placing it where she wants at will. It's like... It's unfair almost. I mean, you, you give her a little bit of space, and then that she one. just embarrasses you. Did that, that one, one? Yes, the ball dipping under the crossbar. She's so good. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's so good. Yeah, so I don't, a karma boost. Does she have a permanent karma boost? Probably. She's a first-team All-American. Again, she does not need it. It's the middle-of-the-road people. Wait, if we really want to test the karma, we'll give it to someone that, like, never plays and see if they play and do well. That, that'd be the ultimate test. We don't dare. Coming up. Does BYU need to reschedule Army? Plus, we're tracking Cougar opponents. Tracking Cougar opponents. I, I get it. You can, if you look closely, you can see one on the mountain right now. Which future BYU foes have impressed early in the season? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. With no BYU Army game this week, we don't have a coordinator's corner after further review or BYU football clients talk shows this week, but you can always watch uh, games and shows on demand on the free BYU TV app. 
Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation in Studio B. It's time we open the treasure chest of tradition. During football season, we review how BYU's scheduled opponents are faring in their games. We call it Tracking Cougar Opponents, presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. See, like a cougar growl there would just really play into that pun, I think. Oh, yeah, that's great. Another cougar first down. Tracking Cougar Opponents. We begin, obviously, with Navy. Coming off of a bye week. Well, they had a bye week the week before as well. Jerem, they'll have two weeks now to remember how to tackle, to remember how to be physical. Remember? And remember what live football is like. How about actually doing it? The Naval Academy plays Tulane in conference play this Saturday. Beat the Green Wave. Army, now 2-0. They beat Louisiana Monroe 37-7. Army's outscored their first two opponents, Middle Tennessee State and Louisiana Monroe. 79-7. They're 22 in the AP poll. They're not playing Brigham because covid they're still on the schedule until they tell us that they're absolutely not, right? I would say they're not on the schedule until they're rescheduled. <laughs> There's no date right now. So should they be in tracking Cougar opponents? <laughs> good question. Good Troy. One. Come on, Troy. BYU's home opening opponent on September 26th. The next BYU opponent now. The Troy Trojans open up Saturday at Middle Tennessee Zero. State. Expect uh, the Trojans to win that game because Middle Tennessee is no bueno. Yeah. UTSA, that's Texas San Antonio for those scoring at home. Beat fellow future opponent Texas State. 51-48. Double OT. This is a crazy game. Uh, Roadrunners QB Frank Harris threw for a touchdown rush for three. UTSA faces Stephen F. Austin. Just a single man this week. The Roadrunners are about to be 2-0. Maybe they're the team that's ranked when they come to Provo. Oh, my gosh. If UTSA is ranked, that tells you everything you need to know about the top 25. You mentioned Texas State, the Bobcats, losing to the Roadrunners. They fall to 0-2 and travel to Louisiana Monroe this week. Granted, Texas State played pretty well against SMU and then had that yeah, they held their own. epic double yeah. overtime loss to UTSA. Yeah, the can, I-35 rivalry. They can, Yep, everyone knows that one. Uh, they can score, but they can't uh, defend. Houston, after seeing the first two games against Rice and at Memphis postponed, Houston looks to open this week at Baylor. Now, we talked about how that was rescheduled Saturday for next Saturday, this Saturday. So that's that's pretty gnarly. We need Houston to be yes, good. Yes, you, you need to root for the Cougars. You need we, to root this, for the everyone Cougars. Everyone does here. In a week that BYU is not playing, like, send your fandom to the Houston Cougars to beat Baylor because this, is to, this to me is, like, the next and real opportunity that BYU would have to make a statement win. BYU needs more games, good games, than just Houston. And even then, we're assuming they'll be better. They were 4-8 last year. They lost Garrett King. They have a bunch of Power 5 transfers that redshirted and are going to be able to play. They've had two games canceled. Jeez, at least BYU's ahead in the uh, COVID cancellation game. How about Western Kentucky? They lead the Group of 5 Anxiety Index for me. But they lose to Louisville yep. 35-21 in their season opener. Is Louisville ranked? In the AP Top 25? I need to look at that. I'm just going to say, yeah, they're a Power 5 that's playing that. Right. It's respectful. Western Kentucky will host Liberty Saturday, and Liberty did not schedule BYU, so I'm all in on the Hilltoppers. Beat Liberty! Let's go, yeah. WKU! Louisville is ranked. They're 18th. Okay, so uh, Louisville's ranked 18th. Well, Louisiana's 19th, so uh, take Western that. Kentucky with the respectable season opening loss to number yes. 18, Louisville. And North Alabama. Won't play its first game until facing Liberty on October 3rd. They're an FCS team. They're playing a handful of money games, essentially. That takes care of tracking Cougar opponents. Do you feel I, differently about any of these opponents after going through those? 
No, not really. Texas State is uh, kind of hung better than I thought they would. I thought that'd be a complete pushover, and I think that BYU would still win that game sizably. But uh, they've done a nice job just to – like SMU is a good team, uh, at least was last year. We'll see this year. But, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. BYU put together as many games as they could get. The quality was sacrificed for quantity to a great degree, right? BYU put Houston on the road to be a good partner. BYU is that. Just see the Notre Dame series or lack thereof to know that BYU is going to be patient with a lot of people in scheduling because BYU needs something, so they will give something in scheduling. But if if BYU's really good, I thought about this over the weekend. If BYU's awesome this year, they just dominate and they don't get a shot at a New Year's Six, we're going to feel like this is 96 or 01 again. Where, oh, BYU's really good. They deserve a chance in a big game. But it's like, shoot, the schedule wasn't good enough to merit that according to other people. I happen to agree this year on that case. 96, it was like, hey, they should have had a chance. They were 13-1 and at the time. Come on. They were ranked fifth. Number five. Yeah. If you're going to rank them five, why not put it in a, and, uh, in a there were, good bowl? Uh, no COVID cancellations in the 1996 right. season. And, Every and like, team was still playing. Oh, one BYU didn't play enough good teams. They just the schedule didn't shake out. All, and BYU was one of the first kind of BCS busters. Marshall uh, was was one as well. Who was who was the other one around that? Tulane uh, went undefeated before BYU in '98 and '99. So I, I don't want to get to the end of the season and go, oh, geez, we missed a chance. Like, but we're playing. Uh, BYU got a schedule after 10 games were canceled. I mean, there's there's value to that. But I don't want this to feel like 96 or 01 if, if this BYU team is as good as we saw they can be against Navy. I can't wait for Troy to win by four touchdowns and freak a few BYU fans up. Oh, man, State. Troy's legit. They're coming <laughs> to Provo. Oh, no. The Sun Belt, look out. <laughs> we never would have said that in a normal year. Coming up, who gets today's Rise and Shadow? And what if BYU doesn't reschedule Army? What would it cost the Cougars? This is BYU Sports Nation. This segment of BYU Sports Nation is presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. BYU Sports Nation's Rise and Shoutout is presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. BYU Sports Nation, it's time for your daily reminders. Take your vitamins and watch the show on demand via the BYU TV and BYU radio apps if you miss it. Go download the podcast. Just Google BYU Sports Nation podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. I'd like to discuss one more thing as we near the two-minute drill, and that is, is BYU rescheduling the Army game a must for the Cougars, Jerem, to have a special season? If they don't, they just need to replace it with someone equal to or better. And right now, a ranked team, you know, with Army would have been nice, like you said, on CBS. Ugh, BYU's just not going to have that opportunity again. That's really hard. But maybe in November, BYU does get, uh, I don't know about a Power 5 team, but a quality AAC team. Or maybe there is another Sun Belt team that's just crushing it that BYU somehow gets on the schedule. I don't know. BYU does need to get an equal to or better game, though. Because, look, we were screaming the top three games on the schedule are Narmi, uh, Navy, Army, sure. and Houston. Um, and now one of those isn't on the schedule. And, and like you said, well, they're technically still on the schedule until they're not. I, I would say they're not on the schedule until they're rescheduled. I, and I'm, I'm guessing that this doesn't get rescheduled. Just it, it feels like it's going to be hard to make that happen. If it's not going to happen on November 28th, I just see no way possible for it to happen December 5th. Because if I'm Army and I'm undefeated 
and I'm rolling and I'm having my own special season at that point, and I'm thinking I got to get ready for Navy and it's going to be an emotional roller coaster and it's a huge game. I don't want BYU coming to spoil the season potentially, but they should do the 28th then. Let's go. Yes, what, that's what, what I'm saying. Why November haven't they 28th. already booked it if they were trying to receive? Why? Why not? Why because didn't I they think immediately Army, say I think the 28th? Army's looking for something else potentially. Like, oh, maybe we'll just see that open date, uh, and then if the bigger opponent or uh, someone that better fits our schedule comes along, then we're going to take that one. If they really did want to reschedule the game, they would have already done it on the 28th. What's the holdup? Are they worried about uh, colder temperatures mixed in with the coronavirus, potentially? The, the New we York government, are. things like that? We all are. Because playing the game in November, and it's Thanksgiving weekend. When are you gonna, when, they can't play at any other time. So why say you're trying to reschedule it if you, have, you both have an opening and you didn't reschedule it right away? Maybe, they're, maybe they're disagreeing on it. It seems know. like Army is bugged that BYU had positive tests. The, the tweet from Mike, your buddy, my buddy, well, my buddy and me, he seems bugged. Why didn't they reschedule? I, th- I think it's pretty obvious. The tweet and the fact that they didn't reschedule tell us that Army is bothered. BYU is bugged that BYU has I'm COVID bugged. tests. Yeah, we're all bugged. Good grief. Yeah. I, I don't know. We're not, we're not bugged like yeah. uh, Germany in the World Wars or anything, but yeah. A lot of moving Different parts still in this season, so we'll see what BYU can scrape together. <sighs> BYU has a game postponed and gets ranked all in the same weekend. How are you feeling as a Cougar fan? Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort in from Laser Sheep. I'm feeling pretty nervous. Army was a bigger game for BYU and not the one I would like to see affected. Luckily, there is Tom Holmo and ESPN that can help alleviate this setback. Cautiously optimistic. Good point. Maybe ESPN is saying, hey, we got you in November. Like if someone needs a game, we will help get you that game. In November. Why did Tom Homo leave three openings and only get eight and not 10 or 12? I think because he thinks they can get some in November. Time for today's Rise and Shoutouts presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. BYU football for getting ranked. Uh, it's been a minute. I know it's adjusted. 77 teams competing, but being in the top 25 is always awesome. Mine goes to BYU women's soccer, specifically Michaela Coulihan, who scored three goals, had two assists in the Lone opportunity for the team to play live soccer in 2020 in front of an audience. Yeah. They could have more games if they want, but, right? True. We'll be here. Our thanks to today's guest, Trevor Maddich of ESPN. Sorry to Dennis Petta. We ran out of time. Poor Jerem. I am Spencer. Shout out to Byron Rex. We'll see you tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation. Go Cougs.